Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 27 with Dane Simpson. I recorded this one at the basement only a couple of days ago. Normally we pre-record uh, episodes a little bit in advance, but this has been a fairly quick turnaround. For the people watching the video edition, the uh, the lighting in the back room at uh, the basement in the green room where this was recorded is sort of dim lit. So you notice that the brightness has been brought up and also there's a filter over the top of it. Uh, that's just to uh, give the video a um, bit more depth and color. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how that one went, uh, really enjoyed this recording, had heaps of fun, uh, you'll see how much we, we laugh and, um, tell stories throughout the, the whole episode, I'm also introducing the, uh, story part of the podcast, so it's like another, another element that, um, thinking of adding as a regular thing, and, uh, it all started with this one, so hope you enjoy listening to this one as much as uh, I enjoyed recording it. As far as uh, dates go, we've got um, we've got basement comedy tomorrow, so that's um, Tuesday the twentieth of October. Doors at seven thirty, and then we've got um, boardwalk comedy on the twenty eighth of October, and then uh, you got uh, Smith's Alternative on the second and the ninth. Uh, so check out the Facebook pages for details on Smith's Alternative. And then also you've got um, Basement Comedy for November, which will be on the um, on the 17th. So 17th of November, you've got Basement Comedy. Now with Basement Comedy sign-ups, I take requests for comedians to be on the bill from the day after the previous month. So in this case, from Wednesday the 21st of October, I'll be taking bookings for November the uh, 17th. Once I fill 16 positions, I then go to a reserve list and start adding names in order of when I'm contacted in case any comedians pull out of the original 16. So that's how that works. Um, I don't release the lists for what comedians are going to be on the bill. That's up to the comedians to share on their social media pages. So that's the way that I run the, the basement um, comedy to give you some transparency over the process. Uh, if you uh, book a spot and you can't make it, you need to tell me in advance, even if it's at short notice, as long as you let me know, uh, so that I can go to the reserve list and go to the next next comedian in line. Uh, that's the, the best way to keep it fair, just to um, go first in, best dressed, and that's how I'll be ran. Uh, I can be contacted for spots at Basement Comedy through my email address, which is markyworthingtoncomedy at gmail.com. You can message me on my Facebook page, Marky Worthington Comedy, or my Instagram page, Marky Worthington Comedy. Uh, They're the the methods on which you can contact me for spots. So it's the best way to keep it all fair for everybody to to be able to get spots. The last few have had full lineups and and a great size audience. So thanks everyone for coming out and thanks everyone for for following the comedy pages that I have. And... um, listening to the podcast so far so let's uh kick it off with this next episode cheers hey welcome to the marky worthington comedy podcast here with uh marky worthington and today's uh guest dane simpson how you doing man yeah good this is cool i love i love that it's the marky worthington podcast with Marky Worthington. Yeah, I find that really funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know that I like can't 
can't go very far without fucking it up. I got, I'm literally 30 seconds into the show and I already trod on my own toes, man. How you going? Welcome to uh, Dane Simpson with the man, Dane Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was... Uh, I, so we're, we're filming this at the basement, um, which is where I do the open mics. Um, and I also work here, as people probably know. So I was on... Working during the week, and someone called up to book a table for the open mic. Okay, yeah, that's and I great. Was, and I was just like, "Oh, basement, this is Mark." And they're like, "Oh, um, I'm here to book a table for the open mic." I'm like, "Oh, I'm the dude that runs it. Like, I'm you got the guy. Yeah, like you, you're booking through the dude that runs it." And then they hung up. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like, "We'll call worry. back later." <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, we know you." And I was just like, "Oh, yeah," because like all of a sudden I th- I realized it's mum. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, of course it's me. I'm not big enough to have a secretary or someone that books it for me. You got the guy. It's like if you bought, like if I had merch and you bought it. Yep. I'm at the level that I'm still the guy that puts the stamp on it and stuff. Like I'm not. You don't. Yeah. It's not like I've got. That's how. That's how obvious it is. I don't have merch because I said stamp. Yeah. Yeah. I, absolutely. <laughs> I find that so funny. Because. <laughs> Odd. Uh, have you got any merch? Well, I do. Uh, yeah. Have this nice little stamp that'll get you in a lot of clubs around yeah. Canberra, <laughs> mainly the library. Uh, other than that, no. Uh, That's how far out of touch I am. I think that you've made it when you're a stamp. It's just a red star. That's all it is. It's a, the ones you get in kindy when, you, when you've done well. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I used to remember stealing them from the kids that did well. Yeah, because of just earning them. <laughs> I love a stamp that says good work because it's not, there's no thought being put into that. <laughs> they've clearly done that to a hundred other kids yeah. and they've just gone, douche, good work. But when I'm a kid, I'm like, I've done fucking good work here. <laughs> yeah. And I've got the stamp to prove it, mum. So it's all in the fucking paperwork. The, the big dogs come home today <laughs> and uh, extra veggies, please. I don't know why, why would I ask for extra veggies? That's yeah. uh, more bacon. <laughs> <laughs> more bacon. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. Like, they mass produce stamps in trying to like make people do better. Yeah, you'd be better off just having oddly specific one <laughs> stamp. And it's just like, thanks for being yeah. able to spell onomatopoeia. And like, that's a stamp. And it's only given to like every now and then. That's a lot more special. Yeah, I, yeah I'm going to invent a stamp. It says you fucked up, Keith. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's certainly going to be a teacher out there that's just going to go. I need that stamp. Dude, this is what I need. The, the the problem with that ever working in primary schools is, <laughs> um, that, no. no no one called Keith was born after ni- before yeah after nineteen eighty eight. So there's no way that anyone in primary school is going to be called Keith. You know what's weird is that they were all made to Keith Sweat. So <laughs> I don't know why they aren't named after the person who helped them get made. So that's weird. <laughs> The only person called Keith is the teacher and he just keeps giving them to himself. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want you loving, baby. Like, it's... That one hundred percent. Holy uh, fuck! Did you hear that? You could be in the reboot of like the Australian Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, cousin. Keith Sweat. If the, if I haven't bumped and grinded to Keith Sweat, <laughs> so many lucky men and women out there. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I know how the dance club goes in the um, Riverina comedy after everybody leaves. There's like yeah, a little cousin. dance. It's like it's you know, it's it's the club vibe, man. That's one hundred percent. I'm like, all right, thanks for coming to the comedy club. Everybody dance now. 
and we just party hard. That's it makes sense, dude. Everyone there looks like Homer Simpson, so well, like so we may as well dance to well, that. That's song. So popular, yeah. <laughs> dude. We'll uh, talking off mic about how um, this is the first time we've actually met face to face. Yeah, like, crazy. I, I've performed in the um, Riverina comedy and also um, seen you stand up and spoke to you via email, but this is yep. like the first time we've met face to face, man. So. You're welcome. Yeah, I know, uh, right. <laughs> Man, it's like meeting the wizard behind the curtain only. <laughs> it's not a disappointment, unlike <laughs> the yellow brick road, you know? Yeah, because all I, I'm full of uh, medals to pretend that you can have a heart and uh, things that I can pretend that you've got a brain <laughs> and a heart and courage. Uh, fuck, I said heart twice. Dude, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I you don't said know. heart twice and then brain once. I'm like, this worse. I'm worse than the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Dude, you're like all the characters from Wizard of Oz in one person. <laughs> no, oh, the thing fuck. is, dude, if the, the the thing with that is it's like everyone from the Wizard of Oz could have just gotten what they needed from just being brought up better. Yeah. Like the, it's like if you yeah. just fucking learnt better if at you what <laughs> you're doing, instead of fucking blaming someone else because you can't do what you're up to, no, no yeah, blame the wizard because you don't know how to do something. A little bit of parental love certainly would have given a heart to yeah. the to the Tin Man and a brain. Uh, courage, I feel like uh, he needed to, you know, grow up in the streets a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hang around a lot more blackfellas as well. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, because that's, that's his problem. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that, like, the Wizard of Oz was a massive hit in the fucking underground community. Like, in the streets, no. they weren't talking about, like, yo, dog, you need that courage like the lion. I could bash a lion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like that's... That's how tough I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more heart than a tin man. What the fuck are you talking about, Keith? Uh, you, you fucking <laughs> Keith. Keith. Nah. Uh, Keith. It's my uh, is my riff man today. Apparently, that's Keith. That's, Keith, that's Keith the name City. I go to. <laughs> Keith A lot of people City. say Brian. Keith. Apparently, today is where I go. Dude, no. When you're when you're in Riverina, man, it's Larry. You know it's, that shit. It is it, well. It's it's all I know Larry. Larry. Do you, do I you know, know Larry. The Larry. Let's give us a backstory on Larry. On the uh, Larry from from Wagga. I think it's one of those things too, because he's an old mate. Yeah. Um, people would know, and and if you're in Wagga, you know. So he walks up and down the main street, um, pushes a pram, no baby beer, right? Uh, which is hilarious in itself. But he, uh, I don't know. He he's got this. He's got this weird backstory that no one knows, so everyone makes it up. Um, he's an ex-boxer. He's a he comes from some other town that they kicked him out of, or, <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, a lot of people find him a nuisance because he just yells and stuff. But I like him because he he used to um, be at a, at the front of a shop called Don Tuckles, which is a Don Tuckles Audio is the last surviving CD shop in the world. Fuck right, yeah. it still sells tapes and tape <laughs> decks. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a brand new record player. <laughs> <laughs> but Larry, and this is my introduction to Larry, he was out the front of Don Tuckwell's audio dancing and encouraging other people to join him. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this guy. Like, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking dance, and I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> boss. Like, and then people, people were just like having a little boogie as he walked. Up. 
my other introduction to Larry was that he uh, he's walked into a shop and he's just like, oh, I use her a bunch of cunts. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. That's that's the other side of Larry that, that people get annoyed about. <laughs> so I've seen two sides. You like one of his personalities. And you know what? To be fair, I like them both. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Because <laughs> he wasn't wrong. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I was involved in that shop and we all were. I agree. Larry, you, you called it as you see it, mate. And it, Larry for me. You got it. Yeah. Larry for me, I'm calling it if anything he should be going uh, up against donald trump and yeah, I, yeah. I think he'd win well uh, let's let, let, like they both have one major selling point they say it how it is <laughs> <laughs> he calls it as he sees yeah, he it calls it as he sees it i'm man. down bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> also like there's nothing better than seeing that happen and then going on stage that night going oh um hey everyone seen larry today yeah uh, Dad, I call him. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just called everyone a bunch of cunts and uh, accurate. So yeah, just thought I'd fill you in. Oh, no. Fuck yeah! Now I know the backstory. I feel like <laughs> is he the next person I know a lot about but haven't met face to face yet? Absolutely, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm slowly he's, meeting everyone from Wagga. He's the Dark Knight. He's the hero that we deserve and haven't earned or whatever the fuck yeah, in Wagga. Yeah, Wagga. Yeah. It's yeah, he's he's. Is the fucking is the hero that that uh, Wagga doesn't know it needs? Yeah. <laughs> What's really funny? I'm in Melbourne and we're doing gigs and stuff, and comedians will come up to me and show me like videos and go, "Do you know this guy?" And he's a meme. Like he's he's on like he's gone viral with his yeah, like yeah. boxing shaping up and stuff. I didn't know this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how do you know Larry? And they're like, oh, dude, this is like millions of views yeah yeah oh, why are you fucking kidding me like how is this a thing uh yeah i know i know i, I know larry he he knows me uh not by dane but by big fella is yeah right uh, yeah it's it's a thing we it's a it's a lover's tiff that we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i call him by his name and he calls me big fella yeah, yeah. it's beautiful it's it's a one-way street it's like <laughs> me wearing batman's undies He's not walking around wearing Dane Simpson undies. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <the same laughs> Dude, that's the thing, man. Like when it, um, wouldn't it? Like so, for example, I got a bite. I just started three conversations and finished them all in one go. <laughs> now you're ready for the real deal. Uh, so. <laughs> I got a buddy who put up a video of a spider and it went fucking viral. Right? It was just a massive huntsman and it, it yep. blew the fuck up. Okay. Right? What 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 happened in the video? So literally, all it is is. He comes around the corner with the camera. Yep. And, um, well, you wouldn't see it if you didn't have the camera. So you're with me already. Yep. Um, and <laughs> there's this massive huntsman on the wall, literally 17 second video. Yep. And he tries to zoom in and it moves and he flinches and then he like zooms in again and that's it. And it fucking blew up. Wow. Because I, I thought it might have jumped at the... No, nah, dude, didn't even jump at him. Like, he didn't even... See, to get a video like that, you need to get hurt a little bit. But he, did, yeah. he came out unscathed, like, a little bit like a... Boo! Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Like I'd love to. I'd, I'd love the backstory in this and that. He dropped his phone in the toilet two days later and uh, it, it put it in rice and it never came good never again. Never came good uh, again. That's what I want. Like, I you, want him to be hurt in nah, this video dude, somewhat. Like, the... See, the huntsman was big enough to like, if he came in with a broom, it would have ripped it off him and beat him up with it. You know what I mean? 
But the, dude, this thing was gnarly, but nothing happened, right? It's 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 weird that you're telling like a black fella about a huntsman coming at a guy because I'm like, oh, that's different to me. Yeah. I, we're not talking about spiders, bro. <laughs> talking yeah. about a fella chasing an emu. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's no fucking that's Snow White and Huntsman here. Different cousin. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. So um, I was I was like, dude. I've got, I've tried to put content out there and I'll get like views, man, but I'm not fucking millions. Yeah. And then he just puts that out there, not a comedian, just a fucking <sighs> dude, like his other videos. He's got other shit on there now, um, now that it blew up and like made his channel bigger. Yeah. But I'm just like, how, that's kind of like Larry, man. He's just fucking he dancing just in the street and blows up Boom. and with no trial at all. He doesn't try, he doesn't, he's not trying to get a following or anything. He yeah. just decided to dance one day and someone <laughs> filmed it and now he's fucking everywhere. I, it's one of those things too, because I, I don't get like comedian envy, which I, I find some people do, you know, like you see these people who blow up, they, they have a killer gag online and it just goes millions of views. And I'm like, always, I go, I find that funny. And that person deserves it. That's such a good, well-written joke. Yeah. And I love that shit. But when someone films a fucking spider and they get like three million views and I'm like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I've written a joke and it took me three days and I fucking perfected it and it's like rounded off and I'm like, boom. And then it gets a thousand like people go, ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah. and then a spider because it just went out the back and just filmed a fucking blade of grass. <laughs> and for some reason, people go, "Yeah, fuck yeah, that grass is good." Like, <laughs> fuck, fuck that you. grass in Australia is gnarly. Yeah, man, yeah. it's fucking so like that's my comedian envy is when I'm like, I why are we watching someone boil a fucking kettle? <laughs> also, I've watched that boiling a kettle probably half a million times. Oh, dude, wondering why is it fucking popular? Yeah, uh, yeah, and I'm yeah. Like, oh, it's probably because. People like me are out there <laughs> <laughs> just trying to work out what the fuck. Trying to figure happened. it out. <laughs> That's the thing, man. But I reckon that with um, you're saying about comedian envy, man. Yep. That's you don't get that because you're fucking like actually a good fucking person. <laughs> 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 Whereas I'm a narcissistic cunt, right? So I'll see shit online and I'll be like, nah, man, I watched him get, I watched him build that bit from the ground up. <laughs> I told him to do that shit. But no, it, it happens, man. Like, I think that the, the initial stages of getting into comedy, when everyone starts out all together at the yep. same time, there is a bit of competition, right? Like, the first one to get a paid spot, the first one to, like, there's tears to, like, Getting to the way you want to be. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, sort of. I'm, I, I'm obviously uh, very good, and I have been from the start. So, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think. Oh, yeah, I, I figured. I'm just telling you as morsel. <laughs> I think what you do is you just, um, particularly what when you're starting off doing comedy, and when and this is purely what I did, and I, I don't know, maybe it's just a thing, but you. You just knuckle down and write a fucking great gag. And I think people forget that. I think people go, oh, how do I get that gig? I need to talk to the right person and do this. And it's like, oh, I know how to get the gig. Just be fucking funny. That's mm, mm. all you got to do is just be mad. And people will respond. We live in a world where um, there's so much access to the internet uh, or so much access to people, should I say, like that That it, you can... Um, if you're funny, if you just write a mad gag, if you write so many mad gags, people will pick up on it. It doesn't matter. It's TikTok, fucking Facebook, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. People will find it, share it, and go, this guy, this girl is really hilarious, and I really like him. That's all you got to do. It's so simple. 
And I think people forget that. They go, oh, um, I need to be friends with fucking Tom Gleason or something. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Um, nah, you don't. You know how do you get to be friends with Tom? Oh, oh actually, shout out Tom Gleason, man. Thanks for listening this week. <laughs> In saying that too, Tom's not friends with fucking anyone. <laughs> He's such a fucking loner. <laughs> we hang out. Don't worry, you didn't just rule out my chances of being best buds okay. with him. It's not like he was thinking about it, and nah. then just because of me saying something about him, he's like, "Well, fuck you, man. I'm not going to be your friend no yeah. more." Wait, and shout out. This is. The heck, I'm going to step in. I got to save myself he here for a everyone. second. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to save myself for a second here because you know one day I might fucking blow up, and someone's going to be listening back through the podcast I did with Dane Simpson. Yeah. Back in fucking October of 2020. <laughs> G'day from the past. How you going? Thanks yeah. for listening back for all my well, shit. I, I must have made it at some point <laughs> that you had to go back to find something to pin me on. Maybe, maybe I did. Yeah. Maybe people are going, oh fuck, Dane Simpson. <laughs> oh, dude, no. I'm going to go check out this tiny little podcast <laughs> and just see if he said anything remotely that he can't now host. The Global Globe Awards. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, uh, the Miss Universe yeah. fucking pageant. Yeah, I get it, man. So uh, yeah, shout out to people. Harvey, that, shout out to people that listen all back and go. I'm gonna put it behind a fucking paywall. So if you get me, at least you paid four dollars <laughs> a month to get it. You know what I mean? Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah! But anyway, yeah, no, thanks, thanks. And and it was Tom Tom Gleason that listened back, man. See, back to what I was saying. This is a callback in the business. If you don't know, they're fucking um oh. He's the one doing the legwork for the for the thing. It's like me posting my own merch. Yep. There's not someone out there scouring the universe to find like where I got like got famous back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one that'll be doing that. Yep. Actually, shout out to me in the future. G'day future me. Glad you made it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and hi to future me. I, I think in the future Gleason's going to be the guy uh, standing at the door of my gigs, giving everyone a steam on their way out, <laughs> which is my merch. <laughs> it just says, get fucked, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I thought I had the callback. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking hell. If you want to see the difference between my callback versus his, just <laughs> compare our Facebook followers. That's all you got to do. <laughs> it's like the percentage of how much better it is is literally the same in people. I think, and this is okay, sort of relatable in a sense. So I, I did my show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival last year, obviously, because we're in 2020 and no one's doing fucking shows this year. But last Crazy. year, uh, I did a show. It was my first time doing a solo show, which was so much fun. It was great being on stage for an hour, writing this show. It was really personal to me because it was about how I got into comedy and, and this crazy world that's that's come since then. You know, yep. like doing all these incredible shows. The gala was like the main sort of um, turn point for me in, in when I'm like in a career sort of sense. But have you been paying attention is, is nuts. Um we're talking last night, oh, the, so people know, Eleanor Pollock, uh, my partner, is in the background. Yeah. Uh, you can probably hear her laughing through the like this uh, every now and again. But This um, is the best I've got to a live audience podcast. <laughs> like, I'm getting there. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, man. This uh, first uh, audience podcast, man. We all start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yet to start, but this is somewhere. So, I've done this show, and... It was so much fun, and my dad's in the audience, who's a fucking nuisance, and he's... <laughs> but I, I, I got him a ticket. It was sold out. It was so much fun. 
And then right at the end, I was like, thanks so much for coming in and listening to my story. It's so, yeah, whatever. But yeah, cool. I'll, I'll see you guys. And dad goes, no, 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 no. My turn. And I'm like, no, it's not. Sit the fuck down. Um, and people don't know that this old black man is my dad at this stage. <laughs> I've been talking about him, but they don't know. And I'm like, that's genuinely my dad. And I think some people were like, ha, 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 good gag. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no. Actually, it is. Yeah. And he just walked on stage and then took the mic off me. And I I didn't want to give it to him, but I also don't want to fight an old black man after my solo show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. <laughs> you know, like at a sold out gig, I don't want to go, stop, don't fucking. So, <laughs> yeah, he, so he just get it. fucking Larry in there. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he starts doing gags. Holy shit. And he's like, because he's, he's a dad. I swear he wrote dad jokes, but he like he's like oh, Melbourne, fucking uh, back to horse at the Melbourne Cup at twenty to one, came in at ten past two. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing at his own gag as well. People are like, ha ha, that's actually fun. And I'm like, no, guys, um, we're we're under the understanding here. You don't laugh harder at my dad. Than at my jokes. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> But then they start losing their minds because he's telling all he's done. He's he's got a five minute fucking set prepared apparently, and I I managed to get the mic off him. And I'm like, that's enough. Thank you, everyone. We've gone over time, obviously, but thank you for listening to me and 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 my dad. Uh, you guys have been amazing. And they got up and they left, and then Dad put his arm around me, which was sort of the validation that I was looking for. You know, like a, a parent going, "You've done a good job," sort of thing. And he, he put his arm around me and he just goes. We fucking smashed it tonight, didn't we? I <laughs> 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 uh, always think of like, I did an hour, you did fucking three minutes of your shitty dad jokes, but you're like, oh yeah, and also we've got a fucking 11,001 followers on Facebook. Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do, dad, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, that's great. I feel like man. I'm doing the heavy lifting on this one, though. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's really funny. And I was talking to Dad the other day. And because we're, we're, I've been with Eleanor for uh, uh, five years, right? Or well, six years. And we got engaged last year, which is really cool. Fuck yeah, yeah. And Dad's talking to me about, like, and this is so strange for him. Uh, he's like, oh, when are you looking at having kids? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, Dad. Like, that's, that's a heavy fucking topic. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. And he's like, when I had you, I, d- I didn't know if I was ready. And I'm like, I- I've got two older brothers, you fuckhead. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't ready to have kids when I had you. So no. <laughs> he's like... Yeah, okay, don't tell them. Also, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, man. So w- when I um, was at Wagga, I met your old man. That's what I was saying before. Like, it yeah. was, I met your old man before you, which is funny because <laughs> I hadn't spoke to him before, man, but I yeah. spoke to you heaps and then, like, I, I met him first. And at first, I didn't know that he was your old man, just like the people in the audience at yep. that show, dude. So I roll up. Um, I'm <laughs> chilling. He comes in. He's like chatting everyone. I'm like, oh, this dude knows a few fellas are like chatting and all that sort of stuff. Yep. He comes up to me at the end of the gig and he was just like, um, oh, you're funny, bro. I was like, come, I'll get you a drink. And I, I was like, fuck, I don't know. I was just going to go like hang out with the other <laughs> comedians maybe. But um, but we were all, I was like, 
instead of doing that, yep. it turned out all the comedians just end up hanging out with him instead. One hundred. So <laughs> absolutely. Who was who was headlining this this show? Uh, this is at the um, Bart Freeburn. Fre- oh Fre- right, Freeburn. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Freeburn. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. He's an incredible comedian, obviously. Also, Bart knows Dad. Um, yeah, he said he performed there previously. So this yeah. was like. After he'd already performed there once prior, uh, yeah. prior to that, yeah. I also think he kissed Bart so much at the last time he performed on the cheek, <laughs> enough to warrant Bart sending me a message going, I think your dad kissed me maybe 50 times. Last <laughs> <time."> <laughs> Dude, that's fucking hilarious. Um, what was really funny, we had Luke Heggie come uh, and do the show, and I'm really good friends with Luke. People don't know this, but we... Me and Luke hit the karaoke clubs hard. Fuck whenever yes. we're whenever we're at like uh, Adelaide Fringe, Melbourne Comedy Fest, wherever he'll he'll send me a text or I'll send him a text, and it's what karaoke club are we hitting tonight? Like what, what yeah. where are we doing this? It's so funny if you know Luke and his comedy. Um, he's such an asshole. Like it's so <laughs> fun to his, his show is called like Tip Rat. And yeah, yeah. It's shy of "Don't be a cunt" sort of. Yeah, yeah. Comedy, right? And, and it's I, so I'm, good. I'm with you there, man. I met him at the Canberra Comedy Festival, but like, I'm not like on yeah. your level. Here I am trying to punch up again, <laughs> but <laughs> fucking um, yeah. I gave, I made sure that he had enough bottled water in the green room. That's yeah. what I yeah. did. <laughs> Uh, so, and Luke. bought some merch before the merch booth opened. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So anyway, Hi, back Luke. to back to how much you know him. So, <laughs> so he, he comes to Wagga. He's doing our club, and he goes, "Is your dad here?" And I went, "Dude, you'll know when dad's here." And he goes, "Okay." And I went, "All right, quick game. You tell me. Come and get me and go. I think your dad's here when you think he gets here." And as this maybe 10 minutes has passed and he's got a beer and someone walks in clicking his fingers and being an absolute menace <laughs> and it's my dad and Luke just like slowly turns and looks at me and winks and I'm just like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck we me. just, we both didn't need to go up to each other and go, is that him? Is that him? We yeah, both yeah. went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Uh, Dad I, lets it be known that he's oh, dude, in a fucking venue. I, I was chilling like in that side part next to the stage and I just hear someone singing, I want to love you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, the Bob Marley song. Yeah, yeah. And, and I treat just, you right. <laughs> just clicking and shit. And he's like, yo, Bob Marley. And I'm just like, holy shit. So, so his nickname is Bo. Yeah. Right. And that's what he, yeah. And he's like, ah, old Bo Marley. That's, and that's what he calls himself. He also, he's another gag that he goes to is your Tina Tuna. Yeah, shrimply the best. <laughs> like <he just> loves. <laughs> and the other, and this is dad so jokes. funny. Yeah, yeah, purely dad jokes, pure, pure stuff. I bought him a, um, bought him this license when I was in Vegas, and it's Elvis Presley's license. It was a dollar sixty. It was at the counter of a Seven Eleven, and I was just like, oh, my dad will enjoy that because he's, he sings Elvis songs and yeah, thinks yeah. that he's like he loves Elvis Presley. For some reason, got a didgeridoo made and painted. Michael Jackson on it. I don't know why. <laughs> That's this is the randomness <laughs> of this man. <laughs> he got a commission, and he's like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah, I want 
Michael Jackson. I'm like, why? Anyways, I um, so I've got him this license. I gave it to him, and I didn't know this, but for ten years now, he's done nothing but Elvis Presley's favorite months of the year, February, March. Uh, don't, uh, he just does it, and he does it ten times a night uh, to the same guy. Like you know, like it's not even a different audience. He's just, and you can see that guy just laugh every time and i'm like stop encouraging yeah like he's a fucking like, idiot it's like if you don't laugh he won't keep doing he, it yeah. like when they say when you like if you get attacked by a dog if you don't move he won't chase you what, exactly like play dead yeah, yeah play dead <laughs> so i i did this uh i did this show uh and after the show this lady came up to me uh and i'll talk about that heavily in the show and uh she said i think i pulled your dad over i'm a highway patrol officer and I was like, oh, my God. Uh, also, in my brain, I'm like, uh, you would know if you pulled over my dad. Like, his last name would have been Simpson, I'm assuming. I've, I've said his name during the show. Yeah. You would know. Are you just being like a cop who goes, I pulled over a random black fella. <laughs> Probably your dad. So that, <laughs> that's what's going in my brain. And it's bad. But And then she said, yeah, I, uh, I pulled over this guy. I... I got him to do the breathalyzer and he blew 0.05, which is right on the right Bang on the on money. The limit, yeah. But it's actually illegal to be 0.05. You have to be under 0.05. So I was going to take him to the station and I asked him for his license. And he pulled out Elvis Presley's license. Uh, and I laughed so much, I just let him go. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's fucking That's a fucking idiot. That <laughs> Dude, also, so your dollar got him off a fucking dollar sixty. <laughs> when I bought him this license, I was like, this would be a great gag. I didn't go, oh, this will get him out of a DUI. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's define borderline DUI in that, yeah. <laughs> Dude, anyone that blows exactly 0.5 knows how to fucking party, dog. What? Like, that's how you yeah. fucking get out. Point, point 0.5, you know how to party. 0.05. Oh, 0.05, yeah. <laughs> If you can blow 0.5, you are still partying. Do, do I look like someone that paid attention in math, dude? <laughs> <laughs> let alone math. Just like, let fucking pay attention in maths is... I didn't even pay attention 30 seconds ago when you told me the exact number and couldn't repeat it. <laughs> Let alone fucking math. Point, you just blew 0.5. Yeah, I had a keg last night. Yeah. <laughs> you had a keg before this. Oh, you mean you had a keg party? No, no, no. Just just sat there by myself and just downed a keg. <laughs> like fucking fryer tuck. <laughs> and you know? two on a hat. <laughs> Yo, dude, I had, a, so I had a buddy down the coast. Um, and uh, I grew up down the south coast. And... Um, most of my mates are Aboriginal. Like yep. a lot of the um, buddies that I had around my age. I find it hard to believe that you have friends. No, I'm not gonna yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let alone black friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would not stand my shit. Yeah, yeah. They used to call me the white cockatoo, man. I, I love that. Yeah, so. And you know what? Story checks out now. Yeah, I get it. For sure, man. Like I remember one time I went to the beach with my buddy and his family. And... Um, I put on sunscreen. I had to buy my own sunscreen because they didn't have any. So I had to bring my own sunscreen. I already feel like the white guy out. Yep. And I put on the sunscreen and my old man's, uh, my buddy's old man, he's just like, fuck, an mark. And I'm like, why? What's up? And he just goes, fuck, can you put on that sunscreen somewhere else? I'm like, why is that? And he goes, the sun's coming off and burning me eyes out. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're so you're so white. It's reflecting off you. Yeah, and hurting like, him. he's like fucking hell. <laughs> Like, I'd be wa- so we're walking along and um, there was like some uh, they get leather jackets down like the fish down there in the yep. near the thing yeah and um, it's just like oh you see that leather jacket there and I'm just like trying to pretend that I know like all the breeds of fish and all that shit because yep. I'm like you know trying to show off yep. oh yeah yeah no nah, no nah. and he goes like yeah, it's actually a brim mate and I'm just like <laughs> fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh man fucking got me all with all that shit but back to that's, the that's the, how they roll bruh because dad, dad does the same thing dad tries to pretend that he's like a little bit more black fella than what he is and he's not and I know because he always just says about anything yeah fucking good eating like he just <laughs> <laughs> And that's when I go, ah, uh, this guy knows nothing about what we're talking about. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I could be just him saying that when you're just pulling a fucking gumboot off the foot, off the, off the line. Yeah, when you're like trying to, when you catch, catch the, the bad gas. Oh, yeah, what you've got there. Fucking good eating. Good Are eating, you? dude. And it used to happen to me down the coast, man. Like, one time we went fishing, my buddy... It's like, dude, I don't know what's on this fucking line, but the cunt's heavy, right? And he's yep. wheeling it in. And as it's getting closer, you can, like, it's like moving the whole rod, right? He wheels it up online. And we, because we used to do fishing for sport, that's how chilled it was down there. So people would roll up with yep. their, like, on Wednesdays afternoon, we'd do sport. Yeah. People, I used to do golf as well. So some, some months in, I'd choose golf. In high school, you're talking about? Yeah, high school. Yeah. Wow. So we'd fucking roll up, like, Someone to come in with their tennis rackets or if they're doing tennis and all that shit. We'd roll up. And the thing was, man, fishing was such a bludge. People would just roll up with a hand reel in their bag, right? Still is. Yep. Me and all my black fella mates, man. Yep. I roll up there with a fucking holding net tackle box fucking tap. <laughs> roll, I sit in math class for the first few lessons looking like fucking Rex Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> we go down to the thing and this is at fishing for sport right and no one's paying attention but we're sitting there holding the line making sure we got the right bait and all that shit yep and yeah this fucking thing's coming up and everyone's like holy shit we're only meant to be throwing in lines and wheeling them in after a couple of hours and say that we're done but these guys are actually fishing yeah and let alone that this motherfucker actually caught something so he rolls it up, brings it up onto the onto the bank now woodwork teacher Comes over, he's the one looking after us. Yep. And he's just like, oh, what do you got there, boys? And it's like, fuck, I don't know, hey. And then it just starts, it just holds its breath and starts going, ooh. Oh, oh. This big old fucking fish just starts going, ooh, like that. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? And then it starts blowing up and there's a fucking puffer fish gun. <laughs> <laughs> So it's fully fucking blown up on the on the bank, and we're like, "Holy shit!" We get the hook out of its mouth, and our woodwork teacher just fucking kicks it back in the water like a soccer ball, lad. And we have to watch it float downstream as it slowly deflates and then swims off. You, oh man, puffer fish, good eating. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that was my punchline. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. Uh, yeah, man. I, I've never... Obviously, Wagga Wagga, four hours from the closest uh, sea. Yep. So you can't... There's no... Way, we've got a beach. Um, voted top nine beaches in Australia, which I think uh, was 
there's something happened there. I think there was a little bit of a Trump vote happened yeah, where yeah. something's mucked up there. Something fucked up. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Daryl Maguire probably paid somebody to uh, <laughs> give it the <laughs> upvote. <laughs> the uh, ICAC is happening at the moment for the people who are listening in the future. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Daryl yeah. Maguire, member for Wagga Wagga, has <laughs> been found doing some shifty deals with, um, and also having a close personal relationship with Gladys Berejiklian, the uh, New South Wales Premier. Um, it's so, oh, like, me and Eleanor have been dating for six years and I would never describe our relationship as a close personal relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know something's fucking up, right? It's so weird. <laughs> it's, there, it, it, it's not quite there, but it sort of, sort of like oozes that, I did not have sexual relations with that one. Like, it's <laughs> it's that. And then you go, oh, yeah, that's right. She did blow me that one time. Like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it's got a little bit of that. Like, yeah, right. But they, they did admit it, sort of thing. Yeah, that's fucking... <laughs> that's how you know something's up, man. It, dude, and the thing is, is she bloomed? That's like next level, man. That's like more than a close personal. Personal. Oh, no, 100%. Well, uh, yeah, Gladys and uh, Darren Maguire, uh, so they've, they've been together as a couple for, for five years. I don't know if they've been a couple. Whatever, the ICACs. Well, if they've been together for five years, they're not fucking blowing each other anymore. That's nah. fucking 12-month shit. Yeah. That's long gone. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're watching Netflix together. Yeah, which... yeah. <laughs> they've got their own separate Netflix account by this point. You know, <laughs> like, don't watch my shit. Like, did you... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I came home the other week and there was something that we were meant to be watching together and my missus was fucking started watching it by herself. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's it. Fucking like, she was like, all right, well, we can watch it together, right? Let's do that. What? Now that now that I've like, because I fully rerouted back to the start, so I was yep. like, fuck up, like the continue watching shit. And then... I was like, cool, now it's all back to the start. Let's watch something else. And we haven't fucking watched it since, dude. I don't even know why I didn't just let her watch it. What? I, this is uh, it's totally off topic, but I, uh, we went to Melbourne. Uh, we're doing the Melbourne Comedy Fest. I, I got some accommodation. And in the accommodation, they have uh, a Netflix account paid for in the account, which is great. And you just watch, and there, there was a profile made, and this guy, or I'm assuming a bloke did this, uh, four profiles were made and it was D-I-C-K. So it was just dick <laughs> as you read. Yeah. Oh, you can pick from one of these four <laughs> profiles. <laughs> can I interest what? you in one of our profiles? Why did they do that? Like they invented a profile and was, I can just imagine this guy because you have to do it with the remote control just going... <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the limit of life you gotta get out of scrolling around using the d-pad on the thing trying to <laughs> trying to fucking like where the fuck is a like is <laughs> hang on dick doesn't have an a in it <laughs> i love it so much i think it's so funny that someone's taken the time to create this and i'm like you know what mate appreciate it dude like <laughs> in its rawest form that is comedy yeah, yeah. <laughs> like putting in so much work to get <laughs> one fucking person to laugh For and make heart. it all worth it. <laughs> Dude, and genuinely, I went, huh? And then that was really it. Oh, this is the this is the other time that I'm bringing it up. That's yeah, like, yeah, other than that, yeah. that's it. <laughs> Dude, that guy didn't realize how much exposure his joke would get, <laughs> but it wouldn't be for another fucking couple it years. Was four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. It, 
I'd take it to the next level, man. I'll fucking hack that account, put in a QR yeah. code to my Facebook and be like, if you like this, find more jokes <laughs> here at my fucking Facebook page. And then they like my page and realize the dick was the funniest thing I ever did. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was my opener and closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Yeah, so you're saying that you did... I've seen seen some stuff online from the Melbourne Comedy Festival. You said you, yeah. you're talking about it there on the thing. How do you find doing it from like a small small country town going to fucking Melbourne to do comedy? I, I love it, right? So I love living in Wagga Wagga. I think it's so much fun. The crowd there is super like honest. So <laughs> when I'm doing a show, if you do a show in Melbourne, and I love this about Melbourne, um, is that they'll go, I know where you're going with that. <laughs> in Wagga... They literally just cross their arms and go, you know what? You should be funny, a cunt. Like, yeah. like oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, and then I just, uh, you've got to try it. Like, you've got you've to put it in. Mm. Um, and then when you take that to Melbourne, you are genuinely getting these big laughs because Wagga's so critical of, like, what, you, what I'm doing mm. on stage. Mm. Uh, and also, like, the more of a profile you start to build, the more that they expect from me which keeps me honest when I'm being a comedian. Because yeah, yeah. it's very easy to start going, oh, you know what? I'm there now. I can I can relax a little. Mm, nah, mm. you got to keep being funny. Stay nimble, funny. yeah, yeah. And I love that. Um, even to a point where we're doing the Riverina Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. I go into the toilets... And and that's my sandpit, you know. Oi, I don't fucking get to... those toilets though. Yeah, yeah. massive. <laughs> like there's there's like they whoever invented that layout was a visionary dude. They were like, oh, we're gonna need a urinal big enough to take about forty fucking people. It's a nightclub. And yeah, and, and yeah, they do, dude. Whoever fucking made that shit knew how fucking nightclubs roll, man. 100%. Uh. <laughs> They're pisses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we feed it in them there, we get it out of them in here. <laughs> 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 like the urinal needs bartenders. It's They're a- like, yeah, 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 yeah. Can I get someone over here, please? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, mate. Empty it more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you've had enough. Get out there. Get to the bar. Mate, I've served you four schooners and there's only about two and a half worth of piss there. What's going on? Did you piss somewhere else? Have you been to other venues tonight? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to fuck it. Did you bring your own piss in from another place? You've shaken it enough, mate. All right. That's, Dude, yeah. anyone that says more than twice is playing with it <laughs> is okay with having piss in their pants. 100%. Uh, anyway, anyway, where were we up? We're at the River in the Comedy Club. I go to the toilets. I'm in the, I'm uh, not in the trough, which is like a kilometre long. Yeah. I'm in one of the, uh, the the toilets and these guys walk in and go, ah, fucking, Dane's not on tonight. Like, he's not very good tonight. And I'm like, I'm right here, guys. And literally, he just goes, eh, and just say <laughs> like... <laughs> Stay by what I fucking said. Like, <laughs> but I don't like they expect so much. They expect me to just come uh, at this night uh, at this River Inn Comedy Club with gold material mm. ready. I've written it. I've performed it somewhere, mm. and then I'm ready for the stage. Whereas I'm like, nah, this is my sandpit, guys. Like, this is where I, I get a concept, and then I bring it to the River Inn Comedy Club, and we try and flesh it out on stage like this is where yeah. i'm doing it for the first time melbourne is where you should expect me to be like hitting that club and hitting it hard i, yeah. I don't i always take it out there but yeah and and again it just keeps me honest like again the, these guys yeah they don't give a fuck they're they're 
They want to see me perform. I want to live up to that expectation as well. So it just helps me be be funny. Mm. I, I think it always comes back to that. I, just I'm, focus I on by. being funny. Yeah. Be funny, brah. Yeah. So many people, and they especially come to the River Inn Comedy Club, and this only happened like last week, where they're just like, oh, I want to tell this joke, but I can't get there because I don't really know like a good segue, blah, blah. And I'm like, if it's funny... Fucking just say it. Just do it. It's funny. It's good. Don't don't worry about segues. Crowd's not going to go, fuck, you know, it wasn't funny, but those segues were really good. Like, no one's ever <laughs> fucking said that. After Time a for shit, but set up fucking <laughs> A+. Plus. Oh, good. You know, like, you talked about Ikea a lot, and I like that. <laughs> like, all they do is they just go, it fucking better be funny. And if someone just goes, oh, yeah, fucking Ikea, blah, blah, blah. Um, death metal. Like, it doesn't matter. What the fuck you're talking about? Just be funny. And yeah, yeah. Remember that. And that's the essence of, of my sort of philosophy. Is that yeah. what we're on? Is this a podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually a TED Talk, mate. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Marky Worthington with Will Anderson. And <laughs> 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 oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. No, I definitely... No, that's all about... That's why I do that, because of the branding. Like, I don't... I, I knew if I tried to think of a fucking name for my podcast... Yep. It would be outdated at some point. Like, I would <laughs> reference an old bit as yep. my name of the, my podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. And then... But that's funny. That'll come back. <laughs> like, like I, I don't mind, like, putting out an album... With a joke, like the name of the album is a callback to one of the punches in the joke. Yeah. yeah. But like, dude, if you make a podcast, that shit's with you for life. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. Well, if if you do want to hear my podcast, Dane Simpson, Deadly Funny Winner 2015, uh, it's, <laughs> the name has <laughs> really done well. <laughs> yeah, dude. See, something like that. Just something in a timeless fucking... Uh, timeless, like, bro. Li- literally cannot put a date to that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you actually win Deadly Funny in, in 2015? Or that's, this is the funniest thing. No, <laughs> and that's why you the podcast preemptively is still named hilarious. it. Yeah, you kicked off the podcast in 2014, preempting a 2015 victory. Yeah, I <laughs> and lost, and and that's why it still stands. Uh, not burnt by it at all. Uh, don't even know why that's in my brain. Uh, no, I, I won the state. Um, competition obviously yep. getting through and then i lost and i talk about this in my in my hour show i love that i lost now in hindsight because it's one of those things where i if i would have won i definitely would have just walked away going boom one i'm the best comedy mm. nailed it yeah, and yeah. Then continued on with something else true i love that i lost because i go oh why did i lose how do i do this better how am i a better comedian mm. how do i and then I, that's when i learned like just be funny just do this Stuff so that, and then I went back and really learned. We set up the Riverina Comedy Club after I lost, yep. Um, to give me like that real that sandpit sort of stuff, and then it just it's come full circle since then. So that's that's I, I really put a little linchpin there in my career, should I, yeah, <laughs> in, yeah, in quotation marks. Um, yeah, as a, as a turning point where I'm like, oh, I lost the I lost that grand final. But certainly there's something there and I love being on stage. Like I love making people laugh and being silly and having a good time with people. It's it's great. And how cool is it just to walk out on stage, a couple of hundred people, a couple of thousand people, whatever it is. Even last night, like nineteen people, whatever it is, you just go, <laughs> Let's have a let's have a mad time. Yeah. Let's get into it and just be like silly and stuff. Well I can go for it, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah so yeah it's uh, that's I, I find that uh, a point in my career where i'm going yeah i, I want to do better and that's that's really triggered something in my brain where i'm like i want i want to be good at this so it's good that i lost yeah yeah but at the time i fucking cried i threw a computer on the ground i was like no nah, back it <laughs> yeah uh, I was, I was, I kind of, can't, it must, it must have been longer ago if you throw a computer on the ground, not a tablet. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking dating it more. It's like, look, man, I've come a long way since then. <laughs> I lost uh, like very early on in my career. I picked up a fucking like a CRT monitor yeah, and I threw it at the fucking, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, fucking a fridge that didn't have an ice maker in it. I threw, a, I threw a tape deck at the fax machine and I was so angry. Dates the story. It doesn't really date the story. I was in. Dude, Trying to make it sound like it happened recently, but it was years ago. Like, you're just sitting there, like, look, man, I went to my friend. His name was Larry. He was boxing at the time. (laughs) I threw my iPhone one on the ground. Back then, it was just called iPhone. (laughs) Yeah, because they didn't think that people would be dumb enough to buy more of them. This is like when something's called something one, you fool yourself because you're like, oh, this is so good, there's going to be fucking more. Like if I called this Marky Worthington podcast one, this is like, what, do you mean there's going to be enough for two? Like, is there going to. Other podcasts. It's Dane Simpson recorded on iPhone (laughs) 2. It's a very good podcast. It's been going for quite a while now. Oh fuck yeah no so that's that's good though I feel like there is like a turning point with everything there's good to take out of it sometimes yep. people will just fucking take shit to heart yep. and like you said about the sour comedian and it can just it can sort of like um it can fuck up good momentum yeah. like for example when um when something like the momentum of something like that hits you you can either put that like energy into negative or positive yeah and I remember the first time I ever got on stage, man, I got a couple laughs, man, but I fucking forgot my shit. Yeah. I got yeah. up there. I was at Smith's Alternative in the city. It's like this little hippie bookshop. It was small yeah. at the Here time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it's bigger now. Um, same crowd, just after, a bigger venue. After you, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the so anyway, back before I made Smith's what it is today. Yeah, 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 dude. People were just like, fucking shit. No one reads books anymore, but there's this guy that comes here once a month and eats his dick on stage, <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious, dude. You know, he gets up, he stumbles through, he murmurs some shit, and then he goes to the bar and says, fuck! <laughs> It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, you know someone did good on stage when they go to the bar and go, fuck! He gets bigger laughs when he's swearing at himself at the bar. It's it's very funny. The best part is if you try to play that off, the bar's right, right next to the door. So if your buddy comes in late and you're like, fuck! And he's like, how'd you go? Yeah, good, man, good. <laughs> you, I love the, uh, you fucking nailed that. When you didn't. Yeah, I, I yeah. But my number one thing I love, and I love this so much, especially in Melbourne, is that you can do a gag, and I've seen it done so many times. Uh, you do a gag, no one laughs, but at the back of the room, there's always comedians who 10 seconds late go, ha, because <laughs> they're not laughing at the gag. They're laughing, they're laughing at no you one laughing. Bomb, dude. <laughs> Holy it's, fuck. There's nothing more that makes me laugh more than that laugh. Oh, it's man, it's the, the fucking... So the, the the Canberra comedian that would often be that guy, yep. um, or he's in Sydney now, is Bill Macon. Yeah, yeah. He fucking, dude, he <laughs> would laugh Bill. if you... 
ate a fucking bag of dicks, <laughs> he would laugh at that shit, dude. But he would also laugh when you had a good one too. So yeah, you're like, absolutely. fuck, I don't know how to play it. Like, I would spend some gigs just trying to make him laugh. Fuck everyone else. It's, <laughs> it's like my first, when I first started dating my girlfriend, we went to the Canberra Comedy Festival last yep. year and it was because I got a support spot for Bill Macon's Hour. Nice, yep. So this is my first fucking support spot in the Canberra Comedy Festival, right? Yeah, nice. We're playing Street Theatre 2. Bill, and his, I'm betting he's out because I've seen him at Deadly Funny, but... I'm betting his hour show is very, very funny. He's such a good comedian. Fucking great, man. Super smart. Yeah. Super clever. And that's cool to give somebody like yourself like a, uh, a shine um, at the start of somebody who's certainly going to do very, very well in the industry. So it's a cool spot to get. So yeah. So that's pretty badass, man. Fuck yeah, dude. He was um, the first guest on my podcast. He's always just kind of... He's like my fucking... That was my shoe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking... Um, He's always kind of like my comedy guardian angel, man. Like, he was the... M- happened to be... Because I used to have rolling MCs for that room. The S- Smith's the first ever one I did. Yep. He was the MC for the first ever mic I ever did. Nice. First guest on my podcast and first ever um, support spot for a headlining show, yeah? Yeah. That's and, cool. Um, I, I love the idea that you you can go out, you can bomb a joke, and you can hear a little ha-ha-ha, and you just go... <sighs> That one's for Bill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and it happened, dude. So, I, we're there. We're, we're like, I took my. We only just met too, man. Like yep. at the time, um, we only just met, and I was just trying to play it off, like, yeah, I got a like a support spot in the Canberra Comedy Festival. You know, uh, you should be a should close be, personal relationship with Bill Macon. I should, I should, I should be. A, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah, I should be able to get you a ticket and all that shit. I was like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't sold out, but I might be able to get you in. Yeah, Love it. And it, was actually, well, it did end up selling out, but it sold out fairly close to the gig. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get, uh, she actually bought the ticket online herself. Like I'll, yep. she, she just, that's how I knew she's cool, man. Cause like she seen the Facebook posts that I put up and then she bought the ticket and hit me up and was like, yo, I got a ticket already. So don't have to worry nice. about it. She bought a fucking ticket. Yeah. So I think, I think it's more about that. She stayed with you after seeing you on stage. For sure, <laughs> dude. It's the fucking, it's the trial by fire, man. So I roll up, um, we go in through the the fucking stage door yeah like i'm in the green room with bill make and yep. like i'm playing off like yeah it's like i took her in with it. me dude Absolutely. like i was back room and shit yep. and i was like yeah you know this is how the rock stars do it baby you know that sort of shit and um they bring out a four pack of fucking beer and sit it on the bench nice and i'm just like oh you want a beer billy and he just like leans over and he just goes beers for the headliners mate and just <laughs> fucking puts it on his side of the table <laughs> And I was just like, fuck, you're right, though. Like, um, so good. Dude, I'm trying to big dog it here. Stop, yeah. stop ruining it. I would have gave you all of them anyways. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, I fucking love that shit, though, man. Like, you, whenever <laughs> you think you're trying to get a bit cocky, there's always someone to put you in your fucking place, right? <laughs> um, so we, we did that. We, we like, hang out. She come, she, before the gig, she went, and when they opened door, she went and sat in the audience yep. and saved a seat next to her. So I literally did my fucking five-minute opening spot. All right, now, everybody, the moment you've been waiting for, fucking Bill Macon. He comes out, I put the mic on the stand, and I just walk up and sit in the audience, right? He comes up, and he's like, well, that was fucking weird. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, Bill's still giving me shit, right? And he does his hour, it's fucking great, right? Yep. Um, 
we end up like going on a second date and we'd been dating for about a few months before I decided, oh, I've got to go down to Melbourne. You want to come with me? We go to fucking uh, Dirty Secrets. Yep. Um, I get in on the list early. Fucking whole room fills up with local comedians. I don't even get a spot, man. I'm there at 12 o'clock. Fucking yep. didn't even get a spot. No, no. So I'm sitting there with my missus. I'm just like, fuck this. We've been here all night. I drank like five pints, man. Yep. I'm fucking still keen to do comedy. Yep. But it's late night comedy. There's no other f- comedy in town right now. So I fucking... What night's Dirty Secrets on? It was on a Thursday night, Thursday I think. Night. Yep. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, check out Facebook for details. Anyway, so I... Like, don't take my word for it. What are you fucking listening to me for advice? You're already <laughs> fucked. Anyway, so I, I get out the front and there's like a whole bunch of comedians and a few audience members and everyone's waiting for Ubers. Yeah. And there's a bar stool out the front and I fucking drag it up and I stood on it and I'm just like, yo, who wants to hear my five minutes, which I didn't get to do. And I fucking did the best of my five minutes to everyone <laughs> waiting for fucking Ubers, right? And I fucking threw it out there and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, at least I got to do some comedy. I got that off my fucking chest, right? Yep. I get in the Uber, go back to the fucking hotel and my missus is like, oh, well, at least you got to do some comedy, you know, trying to give me the old like, you know, pat on the back. Yeah. I'm just like, oh man, fuck. I just I just never feel like I can get out of Bill's shadow, you know? Like I just always feel like everything I do is like as like I'm supporting someone else and yeah. I'm, I haven't got my own steam yet because I'd only been doing comedy for like 18 months at that point. Yeah. And I'm like, anyway, fuck it. Uh, it's not even that late. Let's just like chuck on the TV, turn it on. Deadly Funny 2018. Hey, Bill Macon. <laughs> 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 fucking no shit. First thing on the fucking TV. Oh, I love that NITV is the channel that's on at a motel room. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know that a black fella stayed in this room. Yeah, dude, before for you sure. Run. It was probably Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anything, you're still in his shadow, cuz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Nah, Bill, Bill's fucking sick, man. And I told him that story when I got back. And he yep. was just like, do you know what he said? He waited 10 seconds for no one to laugh. And he went, ah, <laughs> 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 it, it bombed. <laughs> yeah, and then he still gave me a laugh. Just, he, um, so we, we, I, did this, uh, I did this gig. Uh, it was a reconciliation gig. It was in Melbourne. It was such a really amazing people on this lineup. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. And as Eleanor says... Why were you doing it? I don't, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> part of it. But uh, I go backstage and for some reason my dad's there telling Judith Lucy that I steal all his gags and that's why I am on stage. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, don't tell like the most famous comedian in Australia that I steal jokes <laughs> off your dad. Like that's <laughs> the most embarrassed I've ever been in yeah, my yeah. fucking life. I... Just met her. She's incredible. I grew up watching this person on television, and dad's just backstage clicking and just going, ha ha ha, yeah, Dane's a fuckhead. I do this. He's a, it, I, can't, I can't really, I think I'm given the right impression of, of how much of a fuckhead he is. But to really nail it down, during COVID, he came back to Wagga. He's hanging out. He's living. He's like laying. I'm like, are you are you good, Dad? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, I oh, just lay on the couch. I fucking watch a bit of Ofra. And I'm like, do do you mean Oprah? And he's like, yeah, Ofra. What whatever the fuck. <laughs> She's actually the richest woman in the entire fucking world. So and he's like, that's because uh, they offer too much money. It's not a name, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's dad that's if i'm Fuck gonna tell yeah. a story about that that's him to a t so that everybody's yeah. 
Offra. under the same impression. Yeah, Offra. Yeah, he can't even fucking. It's it's dumb. He's such an idiot uh, from Walgett, I suppose. So fuck yeah, you shouldn't really expect much. Dude, from, from this guy? <laughs> no, dude, I fucking I, I dig it. I dig it. I've seen, um, yeah, I've seen him in the flesh. I know all the, f- I know the stories from yeah. stage. I'm sure there's fucking more. Uh, there is. There's there's a ton more. Well, um, I've mostly. I did again. There's like four sentences. I started four <laughs> sentences and I was like, fuck that. I'm doing something else. Yeah. Have you ever done that shit on stage where you go to tell a bit yeah. and you're just like, fuck that bit, man? I, <laughs> All my bits are great, but I no, <laughs> absolutely like it's one of those things where you, you sort of get up there. I've done this thing too, and especially recently where we're doing gigs over Zoom. So I'm doing stuff um, in America, and then I get halfway through a bit and go, Oh, I'm gonna do a very Australian reference at the end of this gag, yeah, yeah, and they're not gonna understand, they're not gonna fucking get that anything, shit. yeah. How do I dump this bit? And this is happening in my brain. While I'm talking about the bit, because I've done it so often, I don't now need Muscle to memory. think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm like trying to get out of the bit, and then how do I do that? And I'm talking about my mum uh, buying an iPad and all this type of shit, and then I'm like, how do I fucking slowly back out of there? <laughs> I know a hundred percent what you're talking about. It's so stupid. Um, and then and then yeah. Skippy the bush kangaroo and all this type of shit. Like I'm trying to fucking, and I'm going, oh, you guys don't know Skippy, or you, mm. they probably know Skippy, but you, you, you wouldn't know, um, like a dingo stole my baby. Or yeah, like yeah, like, like some random shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so some like really s- specific, obscure references, dude. And It'd be Wagga like Wagga Bra. Yeah, I talk about Wagga all the time, and I'm like, oh yeah, fucking Ashmont. Yeah, a yeah. Suburb. <laughs> People are like in, even in Canberra, are like, oh yeah. Hey, Dane, where's Ashmont? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, man. The things you need to know. Um, cars are burnt out there all the time. Probably should have started off with that, but that's the punchline. So sorry, guys. <laughs> I can't tell you the punchline first. The rest isn't worth yeah. <laughs> it. Can't fucking eat dessert before dinner. You won't want fucking dinner. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, all you need to know, Ashmont cars are burnt out there all the time. Now. Seen a car the other day, burnt out in Ashmont. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Ashmont. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, man. It's one of those things, bro, where you're just like, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, so then I was like, put it on Keith's desk. Oh, you guys don't know this, but Keith, I work with him. He's a fuckhead. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, it's not jokes. like there's a, there's a version of the office made in your <laughs> office. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Now, hang on. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to edit this together well, so I'm just going to address the fact that it's a second clip. And welcome back to <laughs> Marky Worthington with Marky Worthington. <laughs> <laughs> you might have noticed the camera angle change there. Yeah, that's because I'm too much of a fucking idiot to keep the camera exactly where it was. I don't have a stand. It's a GoPro. I want a fucking it's stump. Like, I, that's literally all I can do. So, for those of you watching the video edition, thanks for the fucking YouTube likes and shares and subscribes and stuff. But at the same time, don't expect fucking 
like premium YouTube quality out of this shit because you know as much as I do that you're not fucking paying for this. So enjoy your fucking free video that's slightly out of fucking sync with the last one because I don't have a camera that lasts for more than a fucking hour and you might have seen, if, unless I've added half of this shit out, that this is going for over a fucking hour if you're good at math. So I can enjoy the next part of this thing. I'll see if I can seamlessly edit it together but obviously now I've fucked that for myself anyway. So Welcome to the second part of the fucking episode. In in my contract, <laughs> I stipulated I wanted a two-camera angle, and I didn't realise you were just going to turn it off halfway through and then start it again. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so uh, if you've listened through to this far of the episode, you're already um, you're already fucking down with like the shenanigans <laughs> that's been going on so far, and you probably remember there's been a lot of fucking stories here, right? Yeah. But it's just like anything, dude. At one point in time, the foreplay has to stop, <laughs> and the real deal kicks off. So now I'm introducing a fucking new part of the podcast. I've had bits Bub. before with advice, online reviews, um, people writing in with random shit. Yeah. But I'm going to kick off a brand new fucking section of this podcast. It's going to be called Story Time. You're the first fucking guest to get into this shit, man. So to kick off Story Time, man, I want want you to tell us a fucking crazy-ass story, man. All right. Uh, What... What story? Just so put not it, even hype it up like that, and then I'm just like, now you fucking just like, yeah, go. It's the greatest story you've ever heard, and I, and we'll just move the camera angle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what a great story that was. <laughs> um, what what can I talk about? So I uh, I do I do a bit about my mum, mm-hmm. um, but it's a genuine story. So my mum. Uh, for people and it's sort of setting up but my mum's a tight ass so that people know and I, I do jokes about it but realistically at the end of the day that's all you really need to know about my mum <laughs> um, and she's she's this intelligent she's this absolutely amazing clever um, uh, incredible proud black woman who uh, yeah raised me and my brother you know as um, a single mum Plus, she got kicked out of school when she was a kid because of uh, her Aboriginality. So she was she went to school in Queensland, um, known for their love of Aboriginal people, and <laughs> the Queenslanders, you know, voted Pauline in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Amazing people, and <laughs> the opposite to <laughs> Aboriginal. <laughs> person, yeah. She, I think that's. I'm like the opposite to Aboriginal. Oh yeah, yeah, you're Pauline. Okay, yeah, we get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like, if if Aboriginal was a slider and yep. you could change how much percent Aboriginal, she'd be zero, bro. <laughs> I've done ancestralhistory.com and it turns out I'm more Pauline Hansen than I am Aboriginal. It's, <laughs> it's a different race completely. Like everybody's just like, oh, it turns out you're fucking four percent Pauline Hansen. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, I did. I was actually saying stuff in a taxi the other day and I, I did feel like I was a little bit Pauline. Like, oh. <laughs> did I? No, no, I'm allowed to say that because my best friend's Pauline Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> fucking white people, they fucking... I can say that actually. Yeah. I'm 4% Pauline, so... <laughs> As a ginger beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bruh. It's, it's, 
She's her own culture. Oh, uh, but anyway, so um, mum in the so 1972, a quick brief history, not really that funny. But um, up until then, Aboriginal people were, well, principals had a discretion whether they were allowed to kick people out of their school just for being Aboriginal, which happened to my mum. Uh, whatever whatever year she was, I think she was roughly around nine years old or whatever. But some white family moved uh, to the like to the tent to Bundaberg. Didn't want their kids going to school with an Aboriginal person. Uh, I I bet they used a lot more colourful language than that. Um, and then they kicked my mum and her siblings out Holy of school, shit. which fucking sucks, right? But my mum uh, grew up and she loves education. She loves. All the same, she's this proud, amazing person. Went back to school when she when this rule got abolished, but uh, when she got a lot older and and got her high school diploma or whatever you say, yep. uh, certificate, and then moved on and went to university, became a teacher because she didn't want this to happen to anyone. She, if anyone wants to get an education, she was like, I will be there to teach them, and I, I love that about her, and I love this strong, amazing person. The, the story's probably meant to be funny. It's not, and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's back story. Little, little, yeah. Um, so my mum, this now amazing person, uh, went on and she, be, she became a uni lecturer as well. Uh, okay. And now teaches, or used to teach teachers to be teachers. That's what, that was a little silly gag she used to say. Like, mum's the funny one in yeah, my yeah. family. Yeah. A lot of people say dad. Dad's just a fucking idiot, right? Dad does funny shit. Yeah, yeah. But my mum is actually clever. She used to come home and tell us stories about university and they would be like proper jokes yeah yeah not like a gag not like fucking back to horse at the fucking melbourne cup like not <laughs> yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. mom used to say stuff like uh i'm trying to inspire my kids and i told uh, like these young and she calls them kids but they're like 20 years old at university yeah, yeah. and she's like i'm trying to inspire them and i was just like you know at your age uh alexander the great had already conquered most of europe and then one of the kids just said, yeah, but he had Aristotle as his teacher. We've got you. So <laughs> and it's, it's these clever gags that my mum would like come Dude, I'm not even us. smart enough to get that. You would, like, absolutely. Just, but you sort I'm of, like, it's like a history. Of this. I'm like, Aristotle taught that <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> it's something like this. I don't know. I don't, yeah. It's, yeah I, I'm not even as good a comedian as my mum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but th- this is the brilliant sort of person she burn. is. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's one of those gags when you're back at home having a shower going ha <laughs> yeah, yeah you're like reading a history book you do four years of uni and you're like fuck that was hilarious man you could yeah you could, you could do that gag at a comedy club and you'll just hear bill making down the back go ha ha <laughs> <laughs> thing is bill don't have a fucking ha ha man he's got a fucking ha ha and he's got a nana <laughs> i love him I, um anyway so mum mum last year bought an ipad yep. um but before she did, and she, obviously from Cashies, not paying full price. Oh, fucking no. Tight ass, right? And she took a photo of the serial number, went home, rang Apple. This is... <laughs> and then said, hey, here's a... I'm looking at buying an iPad. This is a serial number. It's from Cashies. Uh, I just want to know it's not stolen. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, nah, it's fine. And she's like, you're not going to lock it or anything. You know, you do your thing. And, she, and he's like, no, it's fine. You can buy it. She went and bought it, came back. Three months it took, it got locked. So somebody reported it stolen and it got locked on her. And my mum is like, actually, this isn't justice because I rang Apple and I talked to them. So she rang Apple again, uh, different guy, 
so is talking to this bloke and going, actually, I, I, I talked to this guy at this time, this date. Uh, like, fucking wrote that down. Fucking, by the fuck. Yeah, nerd. Fuck, full nerd. Did you say months later? Yeah, three months. Holy shit. Yeah, she's dude. got it written down as to who she talked to. She wrote, uh, I fucking forget to keep my receipts for tax time, man. 100%. Let alone. Like, holy shit. This, yeah. this amazing. Like, in t- yeah. Anyways, so she's. she's fuck yeah. And this, and this guy's like, it doesn't matter. Um, I'd have locked. her at my school is all I'm saying dude she's just <laughs> yeah. such a ch- and she's also such a great teacher like she's that was a bad really callback person, <laughs> that was fucking t- I'm so pissed off you glazed over it I now I feel like a fucking <laughs> asshole <laughs> yeah mate that's the story yeah 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 thanks for bringing back the doom and gloom of the fucking intro you dickhead in no way should you have not felt like an asshole this entire podcast <laughs> yeah. I apologise <laughs> for only just making you feel like that now <laughs> dude that's how slow I am. You've been trying to do that <laughs> since the start and I only just felt it now. See, this is the reason that I only have 280 Facebook followers and you got that fucking blue tick. <laughs> Absolutely. It goes to the assholes, bro. Uh, yeah. Me and Tom Gleason. Uh, we've got it. I've been giving out stamps at the next gig. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so mum's mom's telling this guy. Um, yeah, I, I want you to unlock it, and he's, he's like, "No, nah, it's it's locked. That's how it, that's how it stands. Um, it's it's stolen." And my mum's like, "I rang. I've already. This isn't justice." And this guy's like, "It's fine." And mum's like, "Okay, I feel like I've got a case here. I feel like I could take you to court." Mm. And the bloke laughed at her and was like, yeah, <laughs> "Thousands of people take Apple to court, and thousands of people lose. So you know." Bruce Willis actually took Apple to court and Bruce Willis lost. <laughs> Holy so, you know. <laughs> and then mum's retired now. So she, that's waving a red flag at a bull, you know. And, and mum set up a court date over the phone like two weeks after this, uh, two two months after this phone call. She rang the, the justice whatever system yeah, yeah, and got a court date. It was done over the phone because it was uh, like an international sort of charge or yeah, what yeah. was going and I think that they were trying to settle it before it went to like a bigger court and then mum uh, they 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 rang she had to ring in to the judge I went around mums to like support I don't know help she made me just wait in the room I wouldn't <laughs> even fucking I couldn't even be a part of it you were there She's in like, case it fucked up she you could put blame me you. off Dane yeah, that's the thing. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so I, I, I was yeah and mum rang in there was a judge and the guy uh, from Apple on the line and she's just like, hey, I'm ready to start. And the judge goes, is there anything that you want to talk about just before we do get into the official stuff? Mm. And she said, actually, yeah, Apple, I sent you an email uh, two weeks ago. I got no response. Did you get it? And the guy's super cocky and goes, yeah, look, just if you, uh, we got whatever you sent us, just mark it as red. It's fine. Because he's so into himself that... I'm going to win. We're Apple. Yeah, yeah. And uh, mum's like, okay, yeah, cool. All right, let's start. They started the court. They asked my mum, what was her evidence? She talk, She's like, I talked to this guy at this time, this day. She had all of that written down. Yeah, yeah. Apple will have a recording of this conversation and they shouldn't have locked it because they said to me that they wouldn't lock what, it. I gave yeah. him the serial number. And the judge is like, that's actually pretty good I, I wouldn't i haven't met anyone that's written this stuff down Taking before that, that, yeah, that yeah. accurate yep cool apple what what's your response and the guy from apple just said oh look i would like to introduce it there's this document here that says that we don't need to 
uh, take in. We don't need to unlock it. And my mum's like, actually, you can't introduce a new document. Because mum's Aaron Brockovich, the shit out of this court case now. Like mum, yeah. this is my mum's new This is her hobby. This work. Is her, well, yeah. no, they're not even hobby. This is her fucking bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Over fucking 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> and mum's and like, nah, this is, nah, you can't introduce a new document. You should have done that four days ago. Give me time to read it. And then that's how that works. You can't now introduce it. It's illegal under some section, blah, blah, blah. And, and the judge is like, accurate, this is true. Uh, and this guy from Apple is like, oh, Oh, we didn't know, so it's fine. Like we just just read. Like we didn't know that. And Mum said you did know it because I sent you an email two weeks ago <laughs> and I told you about it. And apparently, it's marked as red. So yeah. <laughs> I just, fuck. Yeah, like a fucking burn. Like a, yeah, just yeah. A kick to the gut. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. And <laughs> the judge agreed and goes, "Yeah, we're going to accept that actually. And no, we can't take your new document that you would like to introduce." Um, what else have you got? And this guy's just like now backpedaling because he's going, oh, fuck, we thought we had it once. Fuck, yeah. Um, no, that's actually what we were basing this whole thing on is that this... That document. This says that we can't, we don't, we don't need to unlock it. And the judge is like, no, I can't accept it. Anything else? Because I'm ready, I'm ready to rule. And this guy's like, oh, that's, I don't know how to say it. And then the judge is like, just unlock uh, Dane Simpson's mum's iPad. That's what she. That's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what she's known as now. Um, and uh, yeah, like, so they had to unlock her iPad. Mum, not ever backing down from anyone, goes, "I need that in writing." Uh, like just, just doesn't even Fucking accept it. Fucking still doesn't put go, it in writing. Yes, she just goes, "I need that in writing, mate." Um, also, Apple, I need you to guarantee me that you won't lock it again in the future because you, you will. And then the guy from Apple's like, yeah, we will actually, we'll unlock it. But if you upgrade it or if you change the settings or something, it'll automatically lock itself. It's in our system. We can't do anything about it. That's how that works. And mum's like, this isn't justice, is it? That's not justice. And <laughs> the judge made Apple buy mum a new iPad. That's... Ah, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's crazy shit. Holy fucking shit, dude. And I heard my mum... Like excited-ish. You were there for the bit too. But I came you? in the end. Yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. hanging up the phone, and I seen a smirk. But my mum would never give anything away. Fuck yeah. And I come out. I'm like, what happened? And she's just like, yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Fucking yeah. Mum's better than Bruce Willis. <laughs> 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 Oh fuck Just cool as shit Dude Fully went through everything Before the victory That's fucking like yeah, th That is power right there That's a That's a, like That's it, control When a footy team Practices a post Try Dance You're like Oh yeah Fuck yeah guys You are that confident That you are gonna score You are gonna dance down Pat That's mum Mum's ready <laughs> She's got uh, So when I win against Apple What am I gonna say yes. Like she's all right, I've got this. I've Dude, got she this. wrote the bit in her head, She's ready to bit. go. She's Memorize it. Dude, super smart. Fuck yeah, that's like the. You're right, man. That's like the com the comedian move right there. Boom, and and that's that's where I think comedy comes from for me is that yeah, dad does dumb shit, but mom is super smart, and I think that combo for me is where I can tell when something's going to be really funny that dad does. But certainly, dad can't do a joke. Like he he's on stage. I, I say that he gets on stage and does bits. He's horrible at a, as, as a comedian. Like, yeah. absolutely horrible. 
especially because he has way too many beers and just goes, yeah, fucking like that's that's him starting off. Yeah, that, that's the start, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh um, yeah, man. So yeah, uh, that's that's my. Uh, oh, between that's the two, you from. got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Let's uh, let's wrap it up with that, man. It's been good, good fucking having you on the show. We managed okay. to burn through a massive episode and didn't feel like much time at all, man. <laughs> so we um, it's been good to have you in town, man. And uh, yeah, man, I love Canberra. I, I love going to Wagga, man. I love performing in that room. Good, yeah. good. Um, so fucking good to have you here and uh, good to be able to get a podcast down, man. Good to finally fucking meet you after yeah, after all this time, man. So, so um. Yeah, thanks for being on the on the show. Do you um do you have any like obviously your social media is people um yep. where they can find you. My two hundred and eighty people can fucking well, find you. <laughs> yeah, jump on my Facebook, Instagram. We're always putting up jokes. Uh, it's it's not just a uh, Twitter as well. Or? Twitter, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Dane Simpson on Twitter. The Dane Simpson on Instagram. Uh, Dane Simpson on Facebook. Yep. Look for the blue tick. Yeah, just look for that blue tick. (laughs) That fucking blue tick's haunting me, dude. (laughs) um, But yeah, we're always always talking shit and having a laugh and being silly. And that's what it's about, man. Just being dumb and being, yeah, enjoying life. Realistic. What else can you do? Fucking, if if you're not doing that, you're not doing it right, man. (laughs) 100%. Fuck yeah, man. Thanks for being on the show. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, And... Keep your eyes out on my... Um, what am I on, man? I'm, I'm asking you like you're fucking That's like... Just, I don't know, dude. i got my own 10,000 motherfucking people to look <laughs> after. 10,080 or some shit. I don't fucking it's, know, man. 800? It's, it's 11, getting 000, bigger by the moment. No, the more I'm me. talking about you, the less it might be getting, dude. That's I'm fucking like... I might have fucked you up a little bit. I don't, <laughs> yeah, so uh, mine's on fucking... Um, so the podcast is on um, Spotify, Apple. Um, it's on Amazon. Now, um, oh, wow. it's also on Google Play, so it's, yeah. I'm on every fucking platform. And to collectively, I've, I give my small fucking audience every possibility to listen to my bullshit. YouTube, obviously. So fucking thanks for listening. Yeah. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you already found it, so I don't know why I'm wasting my fucking time. <laughs> like, if you found my social media and clicked on the fucking link in the description and you're f- listening to this episode, you know how to fucking find me. Yeah. And here I am, such a fucking narcissistic, micromanaging motherfucker that I'm like, this is where you can find me. Yeah. And I'm telling the wrong fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know much about social media, but... Good eating. (laughs) 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 Fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) Cheers, man. Thanks for being on the show.